Hey everybody, this is Katie. And this is Tess. And this is The Cool Girls. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for another week of our bullshit. Wisdom. Oh, okay. Wisdom. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what everyone thinks about us? Yeah, we're very wise. Wise beyond our years. Yes, this is true. I appreciate Katie's patience today with me because I've literally rescheduled this like six times I've been so frantic so I just need to take a breath and just dive on in today I took some what's that stuff called the ashwaga ashwagandha ashwagandha Mm -hmm. Mm. so we'll see it's my first time taking it oh really it's yeah it's good Mm -hmm. for balancing um your what's it called adrenal glands or whatever is that adrenal glands Mm. is that what your immune system is I honestly I don't remember but it, it's, it's good for, to be stress, good for right? stress. Yeah, stress and anxiety. Um, do you mean like? Um, what am I thinking of? Not not cortisone. Uh, cor- uh, your uh, what's, cor- what's the stress hormones? Um, stress cor- hormones. It's not cortisol. 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 There it is. Yeah. Are you feeling anxious today? No. Oh, know. you just. It's good to like um, just take yeah. it for a preventative. Yeah, yeah, it's good just, I guess, to, like, chill you out a little bit, and then also um, it, like, helps you sleep and stuff. Oh, nice. Good. I've been, I've been waking up a lot in night just, like, checking my phone, like, what time is it? Mm. Um, so, anyway. Tess and I, what are we talking about, Tess? You know, Katie, we're going to talk about (laughs) saying no. Saying no. Wow. Mm. Which is something that um, I think a lot of us can have difficulty doing sometime. Others of us will have difficulty saying yes. But in this case, um, we're talking about saying no. And and, in what sort of context? In all contexts? Yeah, I think... As women, specifically, it's hard to say no because at least for myself, I'm such a people pleaser Mm -hmm. to a fault where I feel almost responsible for other Mm. people's happiness or people having a good time or just people. I mean, I even feel like, yeah, just in general, I, I put too much emphasis on just making sure that I am like aware of everyone's emotions and mm-hmm. I think that can transfer into also dating, friendship, work, really every aspect of our lives. Um, and yeah. just we can examine why it's, why it's hard and where that starts, where it stems from. Well, let's start out then with dating. Mm. Um, it's kind of the juiciest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, so when we're dating, if it has to do with, um, you know, not wanting to say no to someone who asks you out or not wanting to say no in sexual situations not wanting to say no when have you experienced this inability to say no in your dating life I think the hardest thing for me is I can say no being asked out on a first date like that's fine because it's like you don't really have anything to lose you don't have a connection with them yet it's like 
we don't know each other. I think when it gets into that middle ground of trying to break something off that you might not be very satisfied in when it's like, all right, we're not like, it's not like I'm breaking up with you and we have to have that long conversation, but it's a little bit like, okay, we've been on a few dates. Maybe we've been hanging out for a few weeks, a couple months. How do we end this definitively? And that is where I just start to spiral. (laughs) And I think that is kind of why ghosting happens because people don't want to hurt the other person's feelings in the way that it's like, them actually taking action that hurts the person's feelings that makes them feel rejected sometimes i think that if we ghost or if we casper the friendly ghost um Mm. maybe it takes some responsibility off of ourselves and so we're not the one actually saying no and turning that person down we're just like oh you know we just let it fizzle out but in the end um i think Personally, I think it's a lot more honorable for people just to be honest. Um, oh, totally. I, I know that um, earlier on in quarantine, you were you went on a couple of dates, someone, not early on in quarantine, but like mid-quarantine, um, mid-pandemic. You went mm. on a dates with a couple person, with a person a couple of times, and then you had to be really honest, and you were, you just kind of like, you, you, you just were honest and said no, didn't you? I did. I think I forget exactly how it happened. I mean, it was over text message, but I felt like that was appropriate for how many times we had. I think we'd hung out four separate times. And I think it only had been three weeks. And he had said, maybe I just had stopped responding to him and then was like, all right, I'm not going to ghost. I'm going to try to be mature about this. And so I think I just initiated a text just saying, hey, look, I'm sure you've picked up on the vibes that I am not being very communicative. And I did, which I think is an easy cop-out, but it's almost like why tell someone the exact reasons that you're not feeling it if you can just be like, I'm not in the place right now to date, Mm. which wasn't really true because I actually really was trying to start (laughs) dating people and trying to form more intimate connections. Um, But I did, I, I put it on, I put it on. I said, yeah. like, I'm just not in this place. And, like, I have a lot to figure out. Which also, like, it wasn't it wasn't right. And so I guess there is truth in that. Yeah. Um, but I do think for me to come straight out and tell someone I don't feel a connection with you, which I have a lot of friends that just – I mean, you've you said that before to mm-hmm. someone of, like, not feeling this. There's no spark. There's no romantic chemistry. I have a very hard time saying that. And I usually – put it on me to make them not feel so bad. Why do you think you have such a hard time with it? Because I don't want to hurt their feelings or for them to think of me as like too harsh or too mean. How much of it do you think is uh, fear of hurting their feelings and how much of it do you think is fear of what their outlook on you will be like percentage wise? Probably 70% fear of how they'll look at me and 30% of hurting their feelings. And why do you think it matters to you how they view you? Oh, man. This is like <laughs> it's like a therapy session in two minutes. I just start bawling. You know, that's a good question. I think it just comes to this like almost – I used to have this really manic need for, for people to like me and for no one to speak poorly of me. And I, I don't really know where it comes from. Um because it's like, I'll never see this dude again. We have no mutual friends. Mm-hmm. We're not connected in any way in life. But I am terrified that he's going to look back on being like, that girl, Tess, what a bitch. And I, I don't know where 
because people, tons of people probably don't like me. I, I know that pe- some people don't like me and I don't, it used I don't to like you. I, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Who does anymore? <laughs> but it, yeah, I just used to be so sensitive to anyone thinking poorly of me. And I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, I really don't know. Maybe it's a control issue, too, of like if mm-hmm. I can control people's perceptions of me, that means I have this sense of control in myself. Wow. So. I think we're having a breakthrough, ladies I'm and gentlemen. sweating. I'm like grabbing my <laughs> pits right now. Um, oh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I think it just all stems from control. Yeah, and fear and fear. Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh, I could go so much deeper right now, but I'm gonna hold back. <laughs> God, don't get into my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> is that what's that what you're gonna do? Well, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> um, I mean, that's I'm maybe for another three-hour episode. Yeah, right. We don't have time for that today. <laughs> um, for me, with dating. <sighs> I don't know. I think um, in general, I'm someone who I always coat. I didn't used to. I used to just be very blunt. And then as I've gotten older, I've kind of like pillowed, pillow padded. I don't know if that's a phrase. Mm, My trademark it pillow padded um, my nose. So if I'm saying no, then I give like a constructive reason as to why I'm saying no I'll be like you know well I was thinking that maybe like it's like when you're having to give constructive criticism to someone's acting performance that was fucking horrible Mm. and you have to be like well I I really liked when it was like this blah um you could work on this and it's almost like I do that when I'm saying no yeah you've kind of had a reverse because when I first met you yeah. You were probably the most blunt person yeah. I had ever met. I hadn't met yeah. a woman like you ever. Because <laughs> really all my friends were so passive aggressive and so yeah. like, I don't know. Like, And then Katie Scardino walks in and you're just like, I don't like that. Stop doing that. Don't touch me. Like, And I, yeah. I've always appreciated it. I mean, really. Yeah. I would say recently it's kind of changed a little bit though. Like more recent years maybe I've gotten a little more passive aggressive I don't know like not passive aggressive but like just kind of I don't know I don't think you're I I don't think you're passive I think I can almost see you like thinking more before you say something challenging which I don't think is bad I think that almost comes with age too of being like okay how do I really speak my truth but not offend someone or you know right you know, there's ways, and that's a diff. It's, that's why communication is so yeah. difficult. I guess my anxiety's probably gotten a bit worse too, um, in terms of like overthinking things. Like I definitely overthink everything so much more now. But I mean, well, we also yeah. have very sensitive friends. Like all of yeah. us are sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think we all have to be like, all right, based on everyone's personality, how do we? Yeah, that's true. I, I would say this. that with my friends from high school and stuff, I'm still a little bit more like my normal blunt self. Mm. And in in here, I might be a little more like, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's hard with, not to stereotype, but I think it's hard with like a group of very close women who are all sensitive and also very strong personalities, but we all communicate mm-hmm. in different ways, which kind of segues into 
friendship friendships and saying even saying no to like do you ever find that someone asks you to do something like go out to dinner or go see a movie back in the day <laughs> and you'd have to give a very long explanation of why you didn't why you don't want to yeah oh for sure um it's like and you know if if there's a lot of times I honestly just don't want to do something. I feel like staying in and mm-hmm. watching TV, doing whatever, but then yeah. being like, okay, um, like almost avoiding answering a text message in a in a group thread because you don't want to anyone to be mad at you for not wanting to do it. When and then like trying to think of a way to like explain it, but it's just like you could so easily just be like, no, not this time. Right. Which, like, we, sh- I think would be so much more straightforward and just be so much easier. Like, okay. Like, cool. No, totally. And it's refreshing. Like, my mom is very much like that. Yeah. Um, with, really, if someone asks, if I do or, you know, a friend asks her to do something, she's very just like, I'm good, but thank you. And yeah. I'm always like, what, how would I feel if I did that? And I do think the pandemic has helped me a little bit be able to prioritize like my alone time and my mental health. And I can always just, I'm more comfortable saying that now. Like I need me time. And like, yeah. that's kind of it. And I stop it there. But I used to like draft texts in my notes <laughs> to like how to respond to, especially if I was canceling, which I really hate feeling flaky. Yeah. I would just like completely spiral and I would rewrite these drafts and I'd be like okay how do I say this and just making sure no one is upset and that they don't think I'm ditching them and now it's just like I think I've gotten better at just being like it doesn't sound fun yeah yeah <laughs> to me right yeah. now <laughs> yeah you know? yeah no it's it's true yeah I think um it, it's also can be interesting it can be a weird dynamic like in it with our friend group um, like for example, going to the beach to me <laughs> is oh, something, boy. oh, here we go. Like to me, going to the beach for a long time is little, literally the epitome of hell for me. I do not like sand. I do not like the ocean. I was raised at a country club and Whoa. I love chlorine and I love pool decks and I love snack bars. I don't want to like sit on the beach and like get fucking hot as balls and then not be able to just like jump into the pool. Like have to go into the, like it, it just is not fun for me. Um, the, be- the beach is not for Katie. It's not for me. Um, however, uh, when we went to the beach the other day, like the other week I was like holy shit this is fun like because I'm getting drunk and like with all my friends I was like oh this is what people like to do because I think for so many years I would go to the beach and people would just be like laying out dead ass sober just trying to tan and I can't tan I only I only burn and so I, I just had this idea of what the beach was for me so I would be so resistant and like try to get out of a way to like not go to the beach but now it's like just by saying yes once now I have kind of a new, um, mm, a new appreciation. view, appreciation for it, which is kind of the opposite of like, like it's good to say no when you don't want to do something, but then also, are you saying no in a way that's just like making you not have different experiences or is it, you know, mm. it depends, you know, some people will say no to everything always, or something could come up like an event or a chance to um socialize with someone who could be good for their career and then they freak out and they say no because it's too much pressure right which sometimes i feel is a 
a struggle for you in saying yes to things that you feel might kind of help you in a certain way? Like, didn't you used to go through that in LA that you were like, I just like would kind of make up an excuse to not put yourself in a more vulnerable position. Probably. Right? Because wasn't that like right before the pandemic, you were talking to your life coach a lot about that of like, why am I resisting these things that could help me? Like, like I had, um, my parents had met uh, this music manager, um, ex-music manager in the South somewhere and they had given, she had given them her phone number or she, they, she like left a voicemail on my phone. It was like, give me a call back. I'd love to talk. It literally took me like five days to try to call her back. I had to right. like, talk to my life coach. Like, how do I call her back? Like, it was like, I'm just I, like fear of rejection. So mm-hmm. I, so I put, it's easier to say no rather than to say yes and ha- and experience that rejection. Yeah. I mean, I think there's two kind of different categories in terms of the power of saying no. Right. If it's if it's something that you feel like you are accommodating someone else, that's, you know, not so, that's when you really should have that strength to be like, right. I need to focus on myself or I'm right. not in the mood. Right. But I think it's tricky, especially with people that have anxiety or, you know, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a different category, you know, of like, right. all right, how do we force ourselves to get out of our own little safety net and c- bubble which we've all grown so accustomed to, especially in quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I think there's kind of different ways to look at it because I try to live my life very much of like say yes to every opportunity because you never know exactly what could happen. And I think sometimes, especially in LA, because it's all about networking and you know just socializing and make sure even if you don't want to go out tonight, go to this event because who knows what you're going to meet? Like who knows who you're going to meet? What's going to happen? That's when it can just feel like, oh my God, so do I have to? Right. Say yes to every single like party, right. and I think the answer is no. Like maybe you, you you could be missing out on something, but if you're missing out on it at the um, what you call it at the what's that word? Um, oh, like but at, if, the, like at the something of not your, steak. I know what you're saying. Like yeah. at the oh wow, I know exactly. At the, you know what I mean though. So yes. um, if you are saying yes instead of taking care of your mental health and your happiness. Um, if if the, it's, you know, sometimes you could be missing out on something maybe once, but is it worth it for your mental health? Probably. Right. Probably. And um, yeah. And how know. much do you think because we always talk about trusting your gut too a lot. Yeah. How much does your gut come into something? Because I've had it, it's weird because I've had nights where I'm like, I do not, I, my yeah. gut is telling me don't go. And then they're awesome nights. And then they're awesome. So it's like, God damn it. Yeah. Can't we ever really trust our gut? Like what is our gut and our, our instinct? I know. I remember the one time when I was like, I was having a mental breakdown basically of, um, or something. I, I did not want to go. And it was one night I did not go to something a few years ago. And that one night, like Courtney Cox was there and like wait what, what I was like was I could have met at the Peppermint Club oh that's right and I'm like I could have met Courtney Cox I could have like whatever um well, I was probably like, not have met her <laughs> I was there and I still didn't meet her <laughs> um that but then there are other nights that I really did not want to go 
and I was saying no. Um, like, for example, uh, when we were going to see one of your friends perform on stage and I was like in the middle of a mental breakdown and I was like, no, I can't go. No, 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 no. I was saying no. And then I was like, Tess really needs me right now. I'm just, you had already left. I was like, I'm just going to meet her there. And like, I'm so glad I went because it meant, meant so much for you that I was there for support. Like when I first moved to LA. Why am I not remembering any of this? I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. I'm going to text you so I don't have to bleep this out. (laughs) We're in a rush to edit this. (laughs) There's no time. I'm just, oh, that was sweet. Yeah, Yeah. I needed needed Katie's support because (laughs) it was someone that we were seeing perform and I knew the group that was going to be there were like, Five people, one including my ex-boyfriend and basically all of his friends. Yeah. Um, and and I, I didn't like, think I Katie really would show go. up. Yeah. I turned around, saw some beautiful woman coming through the door, <laughs> and it really meant a lot to me. Wow. Hey. And so in that case, like I, it, you know, by deciding not to say no in this case, it was beneficial for you, and in the end, beneficial for me to like see you happy. Um, or supported and to support like my best friend like it, it was yeah good for that um, there are other situations that I'm sure like had it been something else and I'd got there I would have been like I should have listened to my instincts and stayed home because totally. I'm not happy and now I'm like in a spiral even more so yeah and sometimes it really is like I'm gonna be a good friend right now and yeah that that can make you feel good even exactly. if you don't have a fun you know a fun time it's like yeah. prioritizing a relationship you yeah know, in a moment let's talk about something really important and it's saying no in sexual situations mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable and if people listen to you saying no that sort of a thing it's a trigger warning yes. um yeah it's it's something that has gotten a lot more light in recent years of if you say no it means no it should mean no and um i think I hope people are getting a little bit, a little bit better at it, but about listening to women when they say no or listening yeah. to other people when they say no. But have you, you know, ever been in a situation where you felt like you couldn't say no or you didn't want to like hurt that person's feelings? Um, or like, you know, is it, I, I feel like it's something that can be really hard to be like, Oh no, like I'm not into this right now because you, you want, especially when you're younger, I think. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. I mean, I look back on a lot of my sexual experiences when I first started having sex and not realizing at the time, but reminiscing of those moments of feeling completely powerless to speak up, not because, mm -hmm. you know, somebody was making me feel uncomfortable or forcing me not to, but just in my own internalized I, I don't I don't even know the word of it of just kind of what I expected sex to be like and right. the roles that I had assumed that just naturally happen in heteronormative sex with a man and a woman I just was like okay like he's kind of in charge in a way like I can imagine from 18 to maybe even like when I first had sex from 22 even to be like wait I want to try this or I don't I don't like that or it took me a long time to tell people that doesn't feel good because penetration can hurt after a while, like when it goes on for too long. And I didn't want to say stop or let's, yeah, it was just a lot of, a lot of problematic feelings I had. 
Yeah, no, that's it's for I haven't like experienced it that much. The one one time that I really experienced like a not feeling like I could say no is I could say no, but like not wanting to. I don't know. Like I was on a basically I had known someone online for years and then we finally met up in person i had always felt it was very friend it was like a friend and then we had such an amazing day together and got kind of drunk and i think things got kind of um carried away like we we felt very connected and so we started like making out and we ended up like having sex and whatever and as soon as the first time we kissed, I was like, this is all wrong. This does not feel good. She's my friend. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. But it was such a good day that I was like, I don't want to like ruin that good day. I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want to whatever. And I did not feel pressured by her in any way. But it just right. did not feel right. And I just felt kind of weird to um, say no. You know, I just, I, I, and, I was and avoiding an awkward situation. Right. So was it just kind of as simple as like, this is awkward and I just don't want to make her feel bad? Or do you think it stemmed from somewhere else deeper? Like, do you um, remember, your, do you remember your kind of your thought process that day? Or was it just more surface level of like... Well, I, I think partly um, like alcohol was involved. Mm-hmm. So it's your your thought patterns aren't quite as i don't know you're not having sober thoughts so it was kind of it was definitely like i don't want to make this situation awkward for us and i know that i i can tell that she actually really likes me and and you didn't want to know i didn't i was avoiding a situation um and then like after it i had to text her and and I was like, you know, that that did feel kind of strange to me. I don't think this is the direction our relationship should go. It was also the first time I was with someone after my ex and I were together like a year and a half. It was the first time I was with someone else after that too. So it was all just a bundle of stuff that made me feel icky. Right. Um, so, yeah. But other than that, though, I you know, I think it may be a little different for gay women like there there isn't as much of that stereotypical thing like the roles of who's in in movies you know you in tv shows you just see you know a guy just kind of on top of a woman in missionary position is that missionary when he's on top i don't know yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and He's just kind of taking full control. And then you always see, like, the girl's face being like, oh, I don't really like... Like, there's always these things. So many movies, women are just, like, uncomfortable, but they're like, eh, what are you going to do about it? Right, like, boys will be boys. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't think it happens as much with, um, like, gay, like, lesbian. Yeah, I mean, we talk about that in our our sex sex episode. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Is that episode three, I think, with Camille Lewis? Is that three? No, it's like four. Five. Is it really? No. Well, just everyone listen to all of our other episodes, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there is something that happened. I can only speak for myself in just getting older. Even after, honestly, even after the Me Too movement, things I had never thought about before of looking back 
just looking back on on my life and my relationships and sexual experiences and having a bit of a moment of being like, oh, damn. Mm. Like, can't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do that now. And I really do think I would speak up and just having more, um, just more Mm self-confidence, more awareness. And just, uh, I just feel more empowered now um, to really just make sure that I always feel comfortable. Yeah. Episode Um, six. Episode six. Just (laughs) kidding. What is time? Where does the time fucking go? So what would your advice be to maybe some younger listeners who don't quite have that confidence? Like how, how did you find that self-awareness and that confidence to be able to say no in, in all different sort of situations? Even if some like, or do you have advice for yourself, like in more friendship situations? And I think it's easier said than done, but I think the first step is kind of asking yourself, why are you prioritizing someone else's level of comfort or happiness or pleasure mm-hmm. over your own. And I think mm-hmm. that takes years, um, especially for me. It tr- it just truly did. It, it took me a long time to kind of do the work. But I yeah. think I think just, yeah, you have to really ask yourself why even a stranger. Like I had had, you know, some more random hookups and stuff of like, huh, I did not like that at all. And why did I not say anything? And it is just self-reflection and you got to figure out why first before you can kind of you know because I think any woman that just is like you just have to you know prioritize yourself and just say no and just know that you're strong it's like it's not always that easy because I there's a long history that has taught women (laughs) that we should be submissive and not dominating you know and and just put men's needs before our own in terms of coming in terms of, you know, I mean, all, all of that stuff, which is just so unreal. Yeah. And I mean, I think it does go back to, like, just in general, men are more physically overpowering. Uh, they, they could be. like It could be a fear of what would happen if you say no. It can be um, a, a, a lot of different things. And so just... Yeah. I, I yeah. think it's saying no to me back in the day would be like, oh, well, if I say I don't like that, he won't want to have sex with me again. Or if I say that doesn't, you know, that didn't make me feel good, he probably won't think I'm, you know, fun or like, because literally, this is a, when I was a freshman in college, I was kind of dating this guy and then he quote unquote cheated on me. And I was trying to ask him and figure out why he did that because that had just never happened to me. And I was just really like, what what was I not giving you? And he said... Um, it's because she is more of a Marilyn and you are more of a Jackie. Someone literally said that to me and he meant it in all honesty. He was quoting Legally Blonde. And I remember being like, oh, is it because I haven't like had, I think it was the second person I ever had sex with and probably like the fifth time I had had sex. And I was like, so it's like a sexual thing? Like you're not as turned on by me or I'm not as sexy? And he was like, Yeah. And I remember after that, I had a really hard time continuing a sexual relationship with him and just never enjoying it. There were some things that happened that were not okay, you know. And, yeah. And, and yeah, I think, you know, we just get someone telling you that at 18, 19 years old, you just get that in your head. Yeah. And again, Definitely. those kind of things affect women, so. Yeah. I also, I had an ex who... Um, would get really upset if I didn't like come 
and oh. um, would just like stop you like, well, then I won't like, and we'll just get all pissy. And so she's the oh, only great. one I ever, yeah, she's the only one I ever um, like would just fake it with because I was like, it's not worth it because she'll get like upset about wow. it. Um, whereas now I'm just like, I don't know. It's not, it's not happening. Like, I know. Whatever. When was the last time you faked an orgasm? Um, eight years ago. Like, I don't know. Wow. Like, like, like in that relationship. Yeah, I can't however many years ago I don't know how old am I I'm 29 yeah I think I faked an orgasm two or three years ago mm. but I will never again like that that's part of the problem yeah yeah you know no, totally and that's something that too you have to look and be like why would I even do that like right. who is this for so I think that is really the overall and my outlook of saying no is like, who are you doing this for? But right. it should always be for you. Yeah. Yeah. You hey, know, you're, you the, you're the only person you got at the end of the day, Katie. Sure. Sure are, Tess. Sure is. Sure are. Sure be. Sure be. Sure be. Well, yeah, I think that kind of, that's a good, good ending point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what was this episode? I don't like, know. Ah, I, I know. I feel like it was good. frantic. I apologize. I'm like in the middle nope. of the craziest work day, and I've just been no, getting emails good. this entire time. And I'm like, don't look at them, but maybe just take a little peek. No, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> talk no, about saying I, no. Talk about saying no. Mm. Oh, that's <sighs> a, that. That's another one more thing too. Is in a professional setting, knowing mm. when it's okay to say no, knowing when it's okay 100%. to say, I need no. <laughs> Yeah, like yesterday I texted Katie and I said, do you think it's okay to ask my boss if I can have an hour away from my computer to go have therapy? And I was freaking out about it. Yeah. I like went into a spiral. I was like, no, he's going to think I'm, I just, I, and I said it. Yeah. He said, of course. And then it's like, prioritize that. Yeah. And just when you're allowed start, to have that. If people are, you know, putting more and more work on you maybe more than what's in your work description and you just want to be a yes woman and just do it all to look good but then your mental health goes off the deep end and you're so stressed out and you can't even perform well because you have so much on your plate you should have just said you know what could you distribute that to someone else or like can we find another way to do this because it's it is too much and I think it's really hard to find that balance uh, but I, it's so important for so important yourself. But yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and I know we, you know, still I feel like we are picking up speed after our hiatus. Um, but we do have two episodes that have been released since we went on a break. So please listen to our episode with Jane Fisher, who's the CEO of Harper Wild, and our pandemic love episode. And then we had our episode with Claire Byrne, who's a heartbreak coach. Um, and that was a really awesome episode. So if you haven't caught up yet, I recommend catching up. We have some really great discussions in those. And yes. then please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Podcast. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we will. And we'll have some, some more exciting updates coming soon. Yes. All righty. See you later. See you later, kids. XOXO. Cool girl. Cool girl. So creepy.